pregnant men, the Queen's death, Kamala Harris's hatred of grapes, and much more. That's coming up on Overnight Opinions. What the f is going on in America? Nearly one in four Democrats believe that men can get pregnant. You heard me, men. And more than one-third of white, college-educated women believe that men can get pregnant. Mr. Trebek, what is America is too stupid to survive for 500? Did I fall into the twilight zone? Is this the upside-down area? Are pigs flying? 1984 called, and they would like their new speak back. Where exactly does the baby slide out of the tallywhacker is my question. I was unaware those things could dilate so a human head could shoot out. And how can a man get pregnant if he doesn't have a uterus? Furthermore, how do they even know they might be pregnant if they don't have a period to miss in the first place? I don't know about you, but this new world is getting awfully confusing. For example, let's say I'm in a public place and I see a man walk in with a round belly. Should I get up and give him my seat? How will I know if that is just a beer belly or he's actually pregnant? And what if a woman walks in at the same time who is pregnant? Who do I give a seat to then? If I don't give it to the woman, then am I being a misogynist? And if I don't give it to the man, I'm being transphobic, right? What if at the same time a furry walks in? If I don't give it my seat, am I an animal abuser? These are trying times to live in, just looking for a little clarity. And remember when we were all discussing health care back under President Obama? So much simpler times. All the broads were complaining about how health insurance companies could consider pregnancy a pre-existing condition, thus causing them to say that merely being a woman was a pre-existing condition. If only we knew then what we know now, and that's that men can get pregnant too, then we wouldn't have considered it a sexist policy. It would have just been insurance companies being cheap bastards, right? And I think we can all get behind that notion. I just hope that now, since men can get pregnant too, then maybe we'll finally get a cure for period cramps. God knows, even with women making up half the population, us being sick once a month isn't severe enough to warrant some relief. Have you ever been around a man when he has the sniffles? Good God, can you imagine if he had a menstrual cycle? 37-year-old high school English teacher Amanda Dole has been arrested for raping a 15-year-old boy. This nasty fat, frumpy, skanky pervert was once nominated for Teacher of the Year. You can't make this stuff up. And this is the third staff member at this school to face sexual misconduct allegations. In 2010 and 2011, a band teacher and a resource officer faced charges of inappropriate and lewd behavior. And this isn't in some like crazy state such as California or New York. This was in North Carolina. But hey, rest assured, I'm sure that your kids are fine being left alone with some government bureaucrat for eight hours a day for 12 years. Don't worry about it. It would never happen in your school, right? You still believe that you're not paying attention. These days, if your kids can dodge school shootings and perverted teachers and just come out a raging, illiterate, ignorant moron, you're lucky. A new study has found that more than a third of families working full-time, year-round jobs can no longer cover all their basic expenses. Welcome to America, where working hard and pulling yourself up by your bootstraps is now just folklore. Thanks, Biden. Really helping out the economy. And while you raged with guards and red lights last week, 
everyone was too busy working their butts off to even watch it. I can't wait for four more years of this. I know you gave out $10,000 for student loans, but meanwhile, most people can't afford to even live. I went to college. I have loans. I didn't need this handout. It's wasteful. It's feckless policy that won't really solve anything. And this amount won't even cover the interest accrued on most people's student loans. Two-thirds of Americans didn't even go to college, but they have to pay for mine. Meanwhile, those very people that didn't go to college can't afford to live, but me and other college grads get discounts on our student loans. Question here, did all that teeth whitener go straight to your head and render your brain cells completely useless? Get a load of this. Vice President Kamala Harris said this week that she didn't eat a grape until she was in her 20s. Does anyone actually give a rat's fanny about this? It's got to be the biggest bunch of baloney I may have ever heard from a politician. The reason she gives for being a grape denier is due to what she claims is a belief in never crossing a picket line. She said growing up, she supported labor movements like the grape boycotts in California. But here's the best part. The big grape boycott didn't take place until she was 19 years old and lasted until she was 36. I don't like Little Miss knee pads, but I doubt she's so stupid she doesn't remember a 20-plus year grape abstinence period in her life. Thanks, Kamala. Making up a story about a grape is surely a new low, even for a politician. Last year, Americans spent more on taxes than food, clothing, and health care combined. The numbers are staggering. In 2021, Americans spent nearly $15,500 on food, clothing, and health care combined. Meanwhile, their tax bill for federal, state, and local governments was well over $16,700. Let's put that figure in perspective. For that $16,000 amount, you could have purchased more than 4,500 gallons of gas. Let's break that number down a little bit further. The average American uses a little over 560 gallons of gas every year. That means for the $16,729 you spent in taxes last year, you could have purchased yourself an eight-year supply of gasoline. But instead of that, you're being forced to pay off the student loans of college students. Let's get into some juicy gossip that doesn't even affect us because we're American. And that is the Queen's death, Kate Middleton and Meghan Markle. It's been circulating online that the Queen changed her will shortly before her death. And rumor has it she's leaving the majority of her $110 million of jewels to Kate Middleton. And that Meghan will get, quote, nothing of value. Can you imagine missing out on a $110 million share of jewelry because you had a dramatic hissy fit? I mean, the lady was in her 90s. Meghan Markle couldn't just waited until the broad died to then have her fit about the royal family. Harry and Meghan resigned from their royal duties back in 2020. So we're talking two and a half years is all they had to hold out. Wasn't like the queen was 50 and had a bunch more time left. I, I think I could make it two and a half years for millions of dollars in diamonds, but that's just me. Even though this whole concept of a monarchy is stupid, I am enjoying the drama. Everyone in the royal family has too much money. They're wealthy elitists, and they have no idea what it's like to lead a regular, normal life. That being said, 
I've known my fair share of Meghan Markle's, and I'm glad to see her get hers, get shame, be embarrassed in front of God and everybody. And on top of that, she's not getting the crown jewels. There is justice in this world. Today marks the 21st anniversary of the September 11th attacks that killed nearly 3,000 Americans. While the rest of the media pays tribute to that day, I'm much more interested in placing blame. Why is it that when there's a crisis, the government demands more control, yet we never get the results we want? All we're left with is a bigger government, more invasion of our privacy, and ultimately, tyranny. Take, for example, the Patriot Act. All it does is make Big Brother an even bigger brother. It gets involved in our affairs and gives the government unprecedented power to detain us, basically because they feel like it, all while providing zero protection. Since 9-11, we have been engaged in security theater. It merely makes us feel safe without actually keeping us safe. Do you really think the size of your shampoo bottle would determine a terrorist attack? The very government that failed to prevent 9-11, the deadliest terrorist attack in our history, is somehow competent enough to protect us from the next one? Yeah, I don't think so. Back in 2015, we learned of an internal investigation done by the Transportation Security Administration, the TSA. It determined that at dozens of our nation's busiest airports, undercover investigators were able to sneak in mock explosives or banned weapons through checkpoints. 95% of the time. Agents failed 67 out of the 70 tests they conducted. Can you imagine failing that bad at your job and still managing to keep yourself employed? A couple years later, they tried this test again at the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport and achieved the same 95% failure rate. A few years later in 2017, the TSA tried again, but they had another 80% failure rate. Why is it that when there's a crisis, the government always demands more control over us, yet we never get the results or the outcomes we're promised? All we're left with is a bigger government, more invasion of our privacy, and tyranny. Does this sound like something else we've went through recently? I don't know. The pandemic? Ooh, there's a scary virus. Don't come outside. Stay indoors. Wear a mask. Stay six feet apart. Let's close the world down. Just a few weeks ago, the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, conceded that the agency, quote, did not reliably meet expectations in its big moment when it came to dealing with the COVID pandemic. So why does anyone trust that the government's going to protect them? If you didn't do what they said or you rejected it or questioned the mask, you were kicked off social media and the whole administration labeled you as some sort of anti-science moron. But now it turns out they didn't really do what they were supposed to either. And just a few months ago, the CDC conceded that those flimsy little cloth masks everybody was rushing to put on don't really do anything. I'll always be perplexed by people who hear the government say something and just assume that it must be true or must be correct. Most of us were here when 9-11 happened. They should have protected us from that in the first place. Remember that EPA director who told everybody that the air was clean to breathe? And now we have all these first responders who are dying of cancers from that very dust she said, don't worry about. People at the time were having reactions to it. And they just said, oh, it was all in your head. Oh, it's not a problem. You're making it up. You're being paranoid. And then come to find out it actually was dangerous. 9-11 seems more and more like a test run for COVID. We all just fell in line, 
surrendered our liberties to the TSA, surrendered our liberties to the Patriot Act, and said, oh, yes, oh, the air is clean because you said so, without actually taking responsibility upon ourselves to tell the government to go screw themselves? 9-11 is a sad day. A lot of people died. And we should always pay tribute to that. But we should also never forget how stupid we were as the American people to put up with our even more ignorant government and what they told us to do in the aftermath of how they handled that day. We already lost almost 3,000 people on 9-11, but how many more have died from cancers from that day, from breathing the dust the government said was safe? How many more people died in the senseless war that George Bush pushed us into using 9-11 as an excuse? How many people have been wrongfully detained because of the Patriot Act? How many people's phones and text messages have been listened to and been surveilled upon because we all said, ooh, 9-11? It's what we're doing with COVID. Oh, you're a mask denier? You're a science denier? An anti-vaxxer? Ooh, you didn't do what the government said. When in reality, it's probably the people bucking the trend in the first place that actually know what's going on in this country. After 9-11, they wanted inside your suitcase and inside your phone. Now, with COVID-19, they want around your mouth and inside your body. Hopefully, the American people will wake up and realize it's all a scam. But until then, we will be nothing more than a pawn in the game of our elitist politicians and a pawn that they can quickly eliminate. Thanks for listening to Overnight Opinions. Be sure to tune in next Sunday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to follow Ladies Love Politics on TikTok where you can stay informed without going insane.